Hello, Pat. <laughs> when will you start to work today? Yay! And Fifi's here. And her cut. Mr. Fifi. Jumping. And the vacuum is back. Yes. And it's my poodle. My poodle pup. Okay. Welcome to Snacks. As athletes, like we know our bodies so well, and I just like knew something wasn't right. So I feel like I was just kind of like obviously so scared to get surgery. And like, I was like, I, I need to get this not only for like my career and livelihood, but like also for my life after soccer. And like, I just like my back's not good. Hello everybody. And welcome to Snacks delivered by Grubhub. I'm Sam Mewis. And I am Lynn Williams. And this is a show about women's soccer, but it's also about selling the OC. I'm watching it right now. Episode it, six, season oh two. Oh my God. I got, I finished episode six and I went like this. If there's only eight episodes in the season, I'm going to be so upset. And there was only eight episodes and I watched them all in like a 12 hour period. It was like really sad, actually. I know. It's I, just so good. It's just nonsense. That's why it's so good. It's like, but like if you explain that drama to somebody, they'd be like, why are you watching this trash? And it's like, you don't understand. I also just want to like be inserted in the show so I can help solve the problem sometimes. I'm like, if you guys would just like listen. Well, they they literally like Polly will be fighting with somebody like she was fighting with Jarvis in the office and then she like reached the end of her point. So she just started flipping out about <laughs> another issue. And it's just like, I don't know why you're bringing this up right now, but like, sure, let's talk about it. I know. Just get it out there. But I do think they cut it like that weirdly. I don't know why I said weirdly. So well, weird. They shouldn't really change a thing because every time a new episode of Selling Sunset or Selling the OC, a new season comes out, I drop everything I'm doing to watch all eight episodes in a very short amount of time. I know. I do miss doing that with you on the couch. Oh, I do too. I really do. Let's get back to the podcast. Here's what we're doing today on the podcast. The last ever Challenge Cup champ, apparently, is the North Carolina Courage. Sorry to give that one away early. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's just, like, crazy. Like, it's just over. Like, it was just here and over so quickly. I'm not sure. I think we're going to need to ask around. Okay. Uh, Coco Goff is a legend. She won. I cried. Yeah, this is also that. now a tennis podcast. Welcome, if you didn't know. Did you Did you watch? I watched some of it. Well, I cried. It was amazing. Did you cry? I did not cry. Did you tear up? You know, I only, you know, I only cry when I'm singing in the car with my friends, but we'll get more into this in a minute. This is just the intro. We're also being joined by Abby Dahlkemper and we're playing a very high stakes game with her, which you will see results of on social media. Okay. I went on a family bike ride. My sister got to come home for the weekend. My family went on a little jaunt around town. We stopped and got a coffee it was so cute and so fun and so like active family of adults. I know it was so cute. And I know it was obviously a bike ride, but the fact that you guys were all in biker shorts just made my heart happy. You went to the Giants game. Tell us about that. I went to the Giants game. It was so fun. Um, got to meet some cool people, but it went about as bad as it could possibly go for a sports team. Uh, they lost 40 to zero. So on that side, it was not fun, but the game and the atmosphere and the whole shebang was amazing. Well, Lynn, I'm not saying that you brought them bad luck, but I don't know if you're going to get invited back. Okay, well, we're going to move on <laughs> on that note because that was mean. Well, nice. Congratulations <laughs> on going to the September camp. Well, nice. <laughs> the September camp roster 
has dropped. Lynn obviously is on it. And so is our recent snacks guest, Ashley Hatch. There are two youngsters in Jaden Shaw and Mia Fischel. And it is the send-off camp for both Juilliards and Megan Rapinoe. We probably willed Ashley Hatch into that because she was on snacks. Just kidding. All of her hard work did. Yes. Um, um, I'm excited. Like, I one think it's going to be a very like emotional camp with julie and pino leaving but also very exciting because there's going to be new faces i know i feel like these camps are always like like you said such an awesome opportunity to like send people off happily but then when you are one of those new players you're like so nervous and you like want to play and show yourself so you're like what's going on why is everybody crying in the pregame meeting like yeah am i gonna play like what's happening um i know i am really excited for all of you to get back together after the world cup i think it will be very emotional yeah for a plethora of reasons um i am excited to get back i like Alyssa said when she came on last time just being able to get back together and get some like closure as a group while also everything else is going on is going to be i think really important just for the people who went to the world cup so we can close that chapter and move on to the olympics and look forward to that just start writing a new book called yes usa all the way a story by lynn williams I don't even know where to go. The from last that, ever but- Challenge Cup final <laughs> finished two to zero. The defending champions, North Carolina Courage, won it on goals by Caroline and Manaka. Yeah, NC looked very dangerous early. Three shots in the first five minutes on goal, naturally. Caroline and Manaka combined throughout the game and ended up both getting goals. Did you see Manaka's goal? It was very sick. That was nasty. It was nasty. It was really nasty. It was very cool. And that was her first goal ever for the Courage. Speaking of nasty, in the 28th minute of the game, we got the delivery of the week. It's now time for the delivery of the week delivered by Grubhub. Caroline had already had several shots on goal. She finds space, but takes it almost all the way to the touchdown, looking for a cross. No options. No problem for Caroline. She delivered the ball from an impossible angle into the left corner of the goal, making it a well-deserved one to nothing for the Courage. Okay, that's the delivery of the week. Satisfy every craving with delicious food delivery from Grubhub. Louisville did have a tough time getting into the game. Their goalkeeper, Katie Lund, had a ton to do. North Carolina had 11 shots on goal compared to Louisville's one. And then, obviously, Manaka scored the second goal in the 54th minute, and it was insane. It was just Tess Boyd, I believe, played the, uh, the ball, like chipped it, and it was the, for the assist. And Manaka didn't even let the ball bounce. It was just straight volley over her shoulder. But I did want to talk about how Louisville had to travel all the way to Seattle and then quick turnaround and travel all the way back to North Carolina. So I was like, this must be tough on them. That's a hard travel. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I I was also during the game saying how it must be. I feel like there's not a lot of direct flights to and from Louisville from like any other markets. Like that's why it's always an issue when teams have to fly into there. But that means for them, it's always... Travel is like always difficult. So that's a bigger, larger issue at hand. As we've been saying, that was the supposedly the last ever Challenge Cup final. The Courage are the first and apparently last team to win multiple Challenge Cups. Here's what we know. The NWSL has said that they will not hold the Challenge Cup in 2024. Instead, there will be a one-off game in March between the winner of the NWSL Shield and the NWSL Championship from this season. So it's kind of like England's Community Shield where I think it's like the winner of the FA Cup plays the winner of the league. Um, The Challenge Cup started in 2020 when COVID had canceled the season. It was starting to become, I think, like a legacy tournament and there was a lot of money in it. So I feel like we're kind of starting to wonder like what happened. Yeah, it just felt like it went so 
high so quickly. And then all of, these, all of a sudden it's like over because even this year, there was so much talk around it because it, the, the prize money was a million dollars. I think players were really on board with the challenge cup this year, not only because of the prize money, but also because that concentration of games came during the world cup when there were a lot of players missing from the league. So yeah. I feel like it kind of lent itself perfectly to the season's ebbs and flows. And next year would have been another great opportunity to do that during the Olympics. So I am curious about why it's leaving just, I think as people were really starting to come around to it and I would love to like hear why. Yeah, I agree. I think that the challenge cup, obviously there was, there was some challenges of having mid season games at the beginning, but then the, the bulk of the games were during the world cup. And I think it also allowed players that wouldn't necessarily get time in the regular season mm -hmm. to show what they could do in this challenge cup. And I think that on some teams, those players are now starting, even though the world mm. cup players are back. So I would also love to know the reasoning behind that is something else going to replace it or like what, what's the deal there? Yeah. Well, I guess time will tell, or we'll have to try to get some NWSL front office people here on snacks. We're going to start our own league. How about that? And by league, I mean, tournament called the snacks tournament. It is three V three barefoot and it's how fast you can eat snacks <laughs> yeah so, it's an eating so, contest good luck competing with that <laughs> elsewhere in the world we wanted to shout out our girl coco goff for winning the u.s open an incredible come from behind victory over sabalenka i know i said this at the beginning but i did cry i was just so emotional i don't know why but just to watch her come from behind. And then I got nervous there for a second because Sabalenka took a medical timeout and then Coco lost the next two points. Mm. And I was like, oh my gosh, the momentum's shifting back. But then she obviously fought back and won. She fought back and she won. Did you see her at the Giants game after? I did. I saw her. She was very close by. I was going to go up to her, but then I felt like everybody was bombarding her. She's probably had like yeah. a very long couple of days. And I felt like if I was in that situation, I wouldn't want like another person to come up to me because at some point you just want to sit down. So that was like so noble of you. Thank you. I said, hello, Coco. I'm over here. Um, we also were just informed in the snacks preparation conversation that Coco Golf is sponsored by Berea Pasta. Are we jealous? Yeah. Snacks is um, pasta category of advertising is wide open. So wide if open. If you guys are hearing this, we have a slot available for pasta and we're open to offers. We will also wear pasta shirts like Coco does. And we could also probably eat pasta live on each and every episode. We might even change our chomp to a slurp. <laughs> All right. After the slurps. <laughs> Okay, we need, we need to bring this one back because we do have a, a, a serious piece of news. Luis Rubiales finally resigned. Ugh, he framed it as if he, he was doing it because it was causing unrest for him, not because he made a mistake, which is like obviously disappointing, but what we expect at this point. But the good news is, is that he is gone and then hopefully the girls feel like there is some peace and they can celebrate their win. But obviously there's a larger issue at hand there. And I know that they have a long way to go, but hopefully they can just celebrate their win um, in good conscience now. Yeah. I feel like the whole world will be like really eagerly awaiting to see how the Spanish Federation mm -hmm. handles things moving forward. Um, obviously the team is coming off winning the World Cup. They've had all of this like rightly so turmoil within the federation a lot of changes finally have just happened and 
I feel like we're all going to be looking to them to make sure they handle it well moving forward and that the players are happy with how things proceed from here. There's going to just be like a lot of eyeballs on this situation. I agree. I also, I mean, I don't want to speak for them and I don't want to say anything that's not untrue, but it seems like because there was so much pressure from the rest of the world that this happened so quickly, him having to step down um, and their coach as well um, leaving. And so I just... I feel like I am just so proud of the soccer group, the soccer nation for rallying behind them. And I know we said that last time, but I don't know if this would have happened so quickly if people didn't speak up. So way to use your voices, everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I love that, Lynn. Thank you. Um, Very exciting news. We are about to be joined by Scrabbers D, the original Scrappy Deputy, Abby Dahlkemper, right now. So don't go anywhere. We have a three-time NWSL champion, a World Cup champion, an Olympic bronze medalist, a Scooby-Doo enthusiast, a Looney Toonie, <laughs> a Looney Toonie lady D herself. Scrappy If you guys don't know who that is, it's Abby Dahlkemper. We're so excited. Hello. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, on this sheet, it says, how the hell are you? How the hell am I? Uh, I was going to go into the origin of scrappers, but I am. <laughs> do it. I'm good. No, do uh, it. The origin, yeah. If, like, I don't even know how it got leaked, but like Rose Lavelle got a hold of this origin. I guess we just my mom used to call me Scrappy or Scrabbers, and my brother's name is Andrews, and she calls him Scron or Scrandrew, and it's just so funny. From just outing your brother is so funny. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, yeah remember so we used Rose, to just yeah make everybody's name. So you were Scrabbers, I was Scram, Rose was Scrows, and we would just go around and say that all the time. Yeah, those were the, the best Alina. days of my life. Before we get into all like the hard hitting questions, um, have you seen Sophia Richie's slick back bun? The fact that your hair is in a slick back right now. Okay. It's like, it feels yes, appropriate to talk bit. about. Actually, Lynn, I just saw, so she's like doing her TikToks now and I know I get in a hole in TikToks Same. and I just saw that she did it, does it with wet hair. I'm know, like, how did... good? No, but I'm also like, only she could like pull that off. Like my hair is in a slick back bun because it's greasy. Well, maybe put some water <laughs> on it and a hair I mask know. and an oil. Like well, her. that's that was my plan after the snacks podcast. So, well, I'm bored in this conversation, so I'm gonna move us along to <laughs> <laughs> to Bobby and Betty. We need an, a quick update, please, on the dog. Those oh. are Abby's dogs. Yes. Um, okay. Well, it was Betty's birthday on Sunday, um, oh, the fourth. She? So she just turned two. I knew you were gonna say that. I she, I knew your dog was turning two. <laughs> So yeah, so she's good. She had a little birthday party. Her aunt and uncle were here. We sang her happy birthday and gave her some birthday gifts. I We want to ask you, since both of us have lived with Sam, let's talk so, about her weirdest habits. Let me think about this. I feel like it's like been a while since I lived with well, Sam. Well, I feel like freaking Lynn can't wait to shout something out. So go ahead, Lynn. Do yeah, I didn't even write memory. this. You wrote this. Somebody else wrote yeah, that. I'm like... I'm like, how, like, yeah, where are we going with this? You lead the charge. I don't know if you do anything weird, mm-hmm. but your hair is a as a problem. Yeah, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Everywhere. Well, sorry, um, you guys. Everywhere. 
All Luckily, but, like, you don't have to live with me anymore. Anything else? Anything in the kitchen? Anything in the bathrooms? Any well, sorts of annoying know. things that I do? I never shared a bathroom with you, so Abby's going to have to take... I shared a bathroom with you. I feel like you didn't do, like, anything annoying. I feel like you're, like, such a routine person now, so, like, mm. you just, like, learn to to wait until Sam's routine's done and then move the bathroom. <laughs> Get in the kitchen. Oh, this is another habit that you have that has got to go. We Remember that we would have our living room and there would be that like dining area, but it was around the corner. Sam would go around the corner to like take a call instead of like going into her room. <laughs> but I'm like, you're in the same room as me. Like, yeah, like there I... is no barrier to this room. It is one room. <laughs> so I'm like, I can hear the whole call. Like, yeah. I'm picturing that place in North Carolina where we lived during COVID where like we just couldn't get out of each other's way. Like it yeah. was like, there was nowhere to go. No. That was like such a what, challenge. Was it like sweat your pants off like out in the balcony? It literally, exactly. And listen to the farm animals in the background of my call. Yeah. Like, no. Well, it would be like Pat would be in the room working and then be us in the living room in a makeshift gym. And then if you wanted to go outside, you'd be smelling the farm. So it was yeah. just terrible. It I, was terrible. Yeah. I but I, I do agree with you, Lynn. I think Sam just has to go... This is like a good thing. You have like such a prominent voice and <laughs> it carries. You guys, I was out. I don't get recognized ever, but I was out in public what? the other day, like screaming on and on about some situation that we not screaming. I was just talking like this about like we were waiting for something. And I was like, what do you guys think's going on? And this girl turns around and goes, are you Sam from <laughs> She was like, I just recognized your voice. It was like the only thing I could hear. And I was like, well, um, it's working well, somewhere. Sam from Snacks. Let's go. She, yeah, I, maybe she didn't say exactly that, but it was pretty close. Okay, Scrabbers, let's move on. How much do you love San Diego? Like, you have a house there. Your team yeah. is there. Your little family is there. Like, tell us how much you love San Diego. What do you like to do? Do you have e-bikes? I, yes, we have e-bikes. Um, we, like, I feel like anything, I don't know. We were like, yeah, we're going to bike all over and bike around and then, like, they're sitting in the garage just like yeah, you lost collecting stuff, you know, <laughs> but, and then we also like, when we first moved here, like Aaron and I bought like nice surfboards, like these wetsuits, <gasps> like all this stuff, like we were going to become like shredders and they, I haven't used my surfboard in like a, a long time since I've Do been you know here. Do surf? Do you know how to surf? I mean, I've been a couple times, but like, who did I think I was like? I don't know. It's so funny. But no, I, I love San Diego. I don't know. I mean, I feel like you guys know, like, we've lived in apartments and, sorry, Lynn, uh, our, like, whole careers. Thanks. And it's just, like, nice Boom, to roast. have, like, <laughs> Boom. roast. Yeah, seriously. She could have just kept okay, moving on, like... but she had to jab. She oh, could not I didn't jab. know if you were here. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was uh, hilarious. But it's just nice to have like a home to come back to after like training. There's like so much to do here in San Diego. I feel like, um, you know, coffee shops, shopping, different areas too, like depending on like what you're looking for. I feel like it's like really good restaurants downtown and shopping, but then there's like a little cute like surf city like Encinitas that has kind of like hole in the wall restaurants and stuff like that. So it's like a cool mix. I feel like the only thing, like, obviously, just traffic is, like, pretty bad here. I, like, certain times. So you're just, like, 5 p.m., you stay off the roads. 
Yeah, it looks like though you have a good life to soccer balance. Yes. I think that's like another thing too. I feel like we haven't touched on this, but like with my injury and stuff, I feel like being out for a long time and like you guys know, I feel like, I mean, throughout our careers, like we go through, you know, injuries and stuff like that happens. But I feel like, thank God I was like in San Diego or like a place that I really loved off the field. And I was able to, you know, be with Aaron and the girls and like have a house and kind of like the safe space to just be like, okay, like I need to find some, some, you know, happiness outside of the field and find what, you know, kind of makes me happy besides soccer, because obviously soccer is so intertwined with like our identity. So yeah, I'm like so happy. Do you mind talking about your back injury at all? Sure. Yeah. Can you like tell, tell us what it was, like what happened, how long you were out for? Yeah. So basically, um, you guys like know this too, but I've had like spondylolisis for like a long time, basically when you're like vertebrae slips forward, um, in your back. And so like, that's fairly common for, you know, like high impact athletes playing certain sports, whatever. It was fine. It happened in high school. And I feel like just naturally kind of like the wear and tear of, years and years playing soccer for all year basically you know we had like maybe like a couple weeks off a year um it just took a toll and I you know last year started just getting like in January started getting really really bad like sciatic nerve pain to the point where I was like I feel like my hamstring is ripping basically um and it was just like debilitating like my back my hamstring that whole thing you know I tried to get like I got multiple epidurals, um, tried to kind of handle it like non-surgical route, but like it turned out like I just like trusted my gut and I was just like, I, I just like need to get this fixed. And my like vertebrae had basically like ruptured and like there was a cyst and bone fragments like hitting my nerve root. So it was just like never going to get better unless I had like gotten it operated. So they had to like basically like it was like a T lift spinal fusion. So they fused my one vertebrae L five S one. Oh my god! Terrible. First of all, I feel like I I don't know how much you struggled like making the decision. You said you like trusted your gut. Like, were you getting like multiple opinions? Like, did you yeah. were you just like this is not getting better on its own, or did you struggle with the decision at all? Or like you knew what to do? I just felt like. I couldn't play how I like wanted to play. And like, I just was like this, like, it's like hindering my play, like on the field. Yeah. Like I, I don't feel like comfortable with my back and my like hamstring. And it was like such a problem. And I felt like I was like rehabbing it for so long that I was like, something has to change. And it wasn't changing for like seven, eight months. Cause I would like try and come back and then, like it would go like just yeah. it was like not good I think like obviously last year I had a couple uh like extra injuries that were just like really terrible luck too I like broke my ribs I like got COVID like just silly things I was like oh my god well this is just bad luck but yeah I mean I think just like last year was hard physically and like mentally but yeah was there ever a moment because I feel most of the time you never want surgery you're like oh this is gonna suck yeah. like is there I can rehab this. Doesn't make sense to get surgery, blow all the things. Was there like a moment that you were like, okay, I've rehabbed enough. It's not working. I'm getting the surgery. Or was like, how did that process come about? I remember last year we were in Orlando playing in Orlando and like 
I, it was like probably like 20 minutes into the game and like my back just like spats and like, I like, I had like a muscle spasm in my back and I like could, I had to get subbed off at like 22 minutes or something. And I would just thought to myself, I have to do something about this because I can't like keep trying to like push through this. And I feel like as athletes, like we know our body so well. And I just like knew something wasn't right. Like it didn't feel like my normal, like back. So I feel like I was just kind of like, obviously so scared to get surgery. And like, I didn't really know what they would like find when they went in there. But like, I was like, I I need to get this not only for like my career and livelihood, but like also for my life after soccer. And like, I just like my back's not good. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like like, your back too. I know exactly. That's exactly what I was going to say. Your back is like everything. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you it's don't the like back is literally the spine. It's the spine, the spine, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm Samantha not a doctor, Mewis. but I do know that. Put that in a science book. The back is really, really important. Um, so how long? When did you get your surgery? It was in the off season, yeah. right? Yeah, November. So you were out for what eight, ten months? Yeah, seven to eight months. Which, like, usually, like back surgery, like I had, you come back in like nine to twelve months. So oh, like wow. I was gonna say, it was did- so. <clears throat> It was so scary too because it was all so uncertain and like I didn't know yeah, like yeah. kind of what was going to happen. Well, that's what and I was going to say. Like, like, do they, do they, I don't know anybody else who's had a back injury that's like, I feel like with ACLs as devastating as those are, they're yeah. like, okay, this is how long. Um, yeah. Hamstrings, like everything. But then you're back. Yeah. Were they just like, well, I, good luck. Yeah. Like, how so, did that conversation? I was so lucky. I, this back surgery, um, he like does people fly in from all over the world to go see him and he's at UCSD. And I like literally was just so lucky and fortunate. I feel like it was like meant to, you know, I feel like a lot of things in life like kind of happen for a reason. And this was like one of them. I was like, wow, okay, I'm in San Diego. He's literally 30 minutes away and like people from around the world see him. He's operated on like MLB guys, NFL guys, all this stuff. But like, never a soccer player he was like i know like yeah like i'm gonna fix your back like all this stuff like once we go in there like kind of told me a rough plan it was just kind of like all this unknown and yeah i'm just like thankful that like he was able to help and it was just scary once i like got the surgery and got it done because like again i just didn't know how i was gonna like heal like if i was ever gonna be able to like get like a full rotation or like this and that in my back but I feel like I don't know my body is like adjusted well and I feel like physically coming back I feel like I haven't really like missed a beat besides like getting back into like soccer shape and you know playing shape and all that which is yeah well you like literally haven't missed a beat you scored a banger immediately I mean this does not discount all the hard work it took to get back like I'm sure there were times where it was like so grueling and painful and like hard but then you come back you score banger you make team of the month i know like how so happy for you and proud of you what like what are your big takeaways from being out for a while and like how do you want to apply them moving forward that's a good question i feel like just first and foremost i just feel like being appreciative of like soccer and being able to like play that i feel like myself i put so much pressure on myself to like perform and do really well and like you know start and do all this and it's just kind of like at the end of the day like we and this sounds so silly but like we fell in love with soccer because we love to play it and like when you don't when you're not able to play it for so long you know like i just 
you just love the game. So I feel like once kind of you like go back to basics and just be like, okay, well, I'm really like happy and thankful that I'm able to still play soccer and like enjoy it with my team and friends and like compete again. And like, so I just feel like I like kind of went back to basics and was just like happy every day, like being at practice and being able to like train fully and then like playing games and stuff. So I just like took kind of all the pressure off that I like kind of put on myself and just was like, okay, I'm just going to have fun. And like, whatever is going to happen, is going to happen. And like, it was relieving also to, cause I was like, I don't know if like, I'm going to be the same plot, like how I'm going to feel and feel all this stuff, but it was kind of like ride on a bike. And I just feel like we've done it for so long that I don't know. I just feel like one of my biggest takeaways was just like literally having fun and enjoying it because we are not getting any younger. Is there anything that you did while you were injured away from the game that you're going to take now that you're playing again. So like, for example, I felt like last year um, in Kansas city, I didn't realize how much of a life I didn't have outside of soccer until I got injured. And I was like, Oh, I need to find a better balance of, okay, I'm so fully in soccer, but I also need to like, it's okay to have a glass of wine every once in a while. Like, you know what I mean? (laughs) Yes. Is there like anything that you're going to take with you? I just feel like I have like such good people in my life and I like really like we have like good friends here, great neighbors where we're living in San Diego. I just like love it. So I just feel like when I'm at soccer, I'm like fully at soccer. I'm like involved in the training and stuff. But I feel like when I was injured, I just like was so, you know, grateful for, you know, Aaron B, like us being able to live together, us, our house. Um, our dogs you know our friends like our neighborhood being able to like be in sunshine most of the time like out of the year and just kind of like fully be present in that and I feel like Lynn like I agree like have a glass of wine or like go to a concert or like go you know out to eat and stuff and just like fully enjoy it and like I don't know like just immerse yourself like where you're at um like in the present I'm not saying it was like not easy at all like I feel like I've like cried the most I cried ever <laughs> in my life like during like last year you know just because it was like so your self-worth and your identity is like all just tied into soccer like for so long so I feel like when you're forced to like actually not be just a soccer player then you're just kind of like okay well I need to find happiness elsewhere and I feel like now I just have a better balance and understanding of like who I am kind of like outside of soccer and like the enjoyment that I can get through like my relationships and, you know, being where I'm at. And yeah, I feel like sometimes we, at least I would do this. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to do this after I'm done playing instead of realizing why am I waiting until after I'm done? Like I can live life, not two different things, but like I can be an amazing soccer player and I can also, yeah enjoy the other parts that life and I and I feel like once you're like enjoying yourself outside of the field like it'll carry it on the field like Mm -hmm. you're happier you're like enjoying you're not like I don't know limiting yourself or trying to like stress yourself out of like being like oh if I do this then I'm not gonna like be able to play well or do whatever it's like no I feel like the more well-rounded you are, it'll like translate straight onto the field. I totally agree. I know. I totally agree. You guys, I think all three of us, like, obviously I being injured is terrible, but it is something that puts the game and ourselves into perspective and it gives you kind of an opportunity to be grateful for everything else you have in your life and to expand on that a little bit. So I feel like we've all learned some lessons through that horrible, horrible path. 
horrible. But I have a question. To... Okay. Wait, I have a house question though, Abby. Sam yeah. has been having some house breaking down things. Oh, have you had any house God. breaking down things as um, a homeowner? Does anything yes. ever break in your house and you go, who, <laughs> wh- who, t- who does this? Who's supposed to teach me how to do this? Yeah. Well, Aaron, like literally should like be a plumber at this point we had a horrible plumbing issue and he has spent like probably he's put in probably like over 18 hours like plumbing this downstairs toilet to realize that the neighbors or the neighbors the people that lived here before us were like dumping bacon grease or like grease down the pipes and it was like so we have a big grease pile up in the downstairs like yeah so, oh yeah, my we, god it was it was so <laughs> bet you guys wish you lived in an apartment now <laughs> sam Boom, what's your roasted got us back Boom, my hot water roasted. heater broke which drew, drew our attention in the same room to the fact that the air conditioning was leaking at least you found it's it a out. long story the dishwasher is not doing too hot i have no complaints though what are you gonna do yeah well we're I gonna just figure feel it out like being a I homeowner ordered... like it, it just your house falls apart yeah, it's, co- I, it's a I just, constant rotation of fixing one thing after another and maintaining. I just ordered yep. home maintenance for dummies, literally the paperback <laughs> book. And I'm going to, me and Pat are going to make like a calendar of like maintenance plan. All right, we need to move on because this is going to be the longest episode known to man. We're going to play a game. It is an integration of another segment where we have a voicemail where our listeners call in and they leave us voicemails. So. We have three questions on our Ask Snacks voicemail. We, us three, will listen to the questions on the voicemails. We will privately answer the questions as well as write down the answers that we think the other two are saying about themselves. So like, what's your favorite color? Red, I'm going to write red. And I think Abby's favorite color is red. This is the kicker. We've been brainstorming this all day, Scrabbers D. Whoever has the least points at the end has to... Do something embarrassing and post an inspirational quote slash in graphic and or picture form in some sort of form. Lynn and I will do Instagram feed because it's our podcast. We're hoping you'll post on your Instagram story, but I'm just hoping that you don't lose so that you don't have to do this punishment. Yeah, but I we have you lose. Need a, we need a minute to play this game. We're going to go to break and then we'll be right back. This is the longest podcast ever. Hang on, everybody. Do you want to dive deeper into women's sports news of the week? You can get the latest news delivered straight into your inbox. That's right. You can start your morning off right five days a week with the Just Women's Sports newsletter, our free daily newsletter that brings you the latest and greatest in women's sports. Whether it's breaking news, exclusive conversations, or just a cool stat that you might be missing, we've got you covered. So never miss a story on women's sports. You can subscribe for free at justwomensports.com backslash newsletter. That's justwomensports.com backslash newsletter. And we'll see you in your inbox. Welcome back to Snacks presented by Grubhub. We're playing a voicemail game. All right, Abby. So are you in for the punishment? Yeah, I'm in. Are you guys going to give me an inspirational quote if I lose? If? Yeah. We, you can we come can. up with one if you want. Okay. I feel like the the winner should pick the loser's inspirational quotes. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Do you want to put it on your story or your your feed? My story. Yeah, she's Scrabber can't be doing free advertising for snacks, but we can, Lynn. That's the truth. Okay, so I'm going to get my notes app ready (laughs) so I can take some notes. Okay, Jay, hit us with the first question on the snacks voicemail. Hi, 
Justin and Sam. I'm really happy you made this um, because you both are great, and I really want to be on the next episode. Um, my name is Liv, by the way. I live in Rochester. Um, question. Lit. Oh, wow. Wondering if you both can talk about your astrology signs. Um, I think that would be interesting. Um, I'm a Taurus, so yeah. Love you both. You're awesome. And yeah. Bye. Wow. All right. So thank you so much. The question is, what is your astrology sign? Don't say it. Write it down. But I'm just saying, like, do you guys know the dates of each astrology sign? No. No. Sure don't. Okay. Great. But I know your birthdays vaguely are in May, so I'm going to take a guess because Pat's birthday is in May. So I might I might have these. But, like, are you just going to guess an astrology sign? Don't you know your own? I know my own, but I don't know your guys' so just I know your birthdays. Well, you're just going to have to guess. Damn. Yeah, it's <laughs> are you dark guys cheating and like googling it right now? No, no, no. Okay, I pro- absolutely not. I'm on no okay. app only. Do Abby's? I guess Scrabbers was a Leo and Lynn was a Gemini. Um, I think Abby is a Gemini and I am borderline Gemini Taurus. I'm like on the changing Taurus. day, so so that's confusing. And Sam, I thought you were a Sagittarius. No, dang. Okay, I'm gonna say Sam is a Leo. No. Mm. Lynn, what are you? Lynn, I was going to say, because you're the 28th of May, right? So nope. you're like borderline. 21st. 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 Oh, my yeah, God. So what are you, Lynn? You're not a Gemini? I am on the changing day, so it depends on what chart. So well, you're a Gemini, you be a Gemini? Taurus? I'm a Gemini Taurus. Well, I get a point for Gemini. Scrabbers, what are you? I'm a Taurus. Taurus. All right, well, I get one point. Well, I got zero. Wait, so Sam, what are you? I'm a Libra. Oh, oh I started with Adele. Well, <laughs> loser. But I got Lynn's. I got Lynn's birthday by week. Okay, thank you so much for that question. That was so much fun. But we must be moving on to question number two. Hi, Lynn and Sam. I'm Leanne, and I'm Jenna, and we're best friends, and we love snacks. It's like hanging out with two more friends. We also both love fall, and we know you guys do too, so we wanted to ask Snack, what fall activity are you most excited for this year? Thanks. Hope you're having an okay time. (laughs) (laughs) That was so cute. Okay. Like, they are Um, loyal Snack fans. I know. I feel like they're our friends. That was really sweet. All right. Sorry, I can't even comment because I'm too focused on writing down my answers. All right, you guys, okay. I, have a, I have a hot take on this one. This one's, like, not really floating Scrappers' boat. It seems like she's more of, like, a summer girly. I feel like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to, like, put you guys in the same box, but I feel like you guys, like, okay, for Sam, definitely she's, like, excited to to light her Yankee candle pumpkin spice on the counter and nibble on candy corn and her hot tea. Oh, I said for Sam, you are excited to go apple picking at that place, decorating and candy corn eating. 
I literally wrote Sam apple picking, Lynn apple picking, Abby apple picking. Because if you are not going apple picking, that's one point for Lynn. And okay. what even? That was sorry, good. Abby. That that question didn't. It wasn't for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, for Lynn, what are you? I for Abby, I said she's gonna watch Hocus Pocus. Yeah, like a Halloween movie. Yeah. Okay. Scrubbers, what is I... yours? It wasn't that. This is probably but it might be I, now. Well, I thought about writing that. So like, I feel like I should give you a point because I feel like this is like a silly answer, but I'm just like watching NFL, like football. I know that's not like fall related, but it's like fall time. That's a nice sports fan answer, Scrabbers. And this is a sports podcast. So sports. I love it. I'm, I'm going to say I have one and a half points for that. Yeah. Lynn gets a half mm. a point because I was going to say Hocus Pocus. Abby, don't forget what's on the table here. Don't be giving out half points. I get a half point. I have none. Okay, so we need to just go over the points. Lynn, are you saying that? Are you claiming that you got a point and a half for apple picking and watching? But you didn't say what I what you think I'm gonna do. Apple picking. I put candy corn eating. Okay, listen, listen to me. Give me half a point because fine. You can have half a point. Same box. You can have half a point. All right. Lynn is at 1.5 and Scrabbers is at 0.5 and I'm at just one. Yeah. Okay. We need to move on to the third question. Hi, I'm Cameron. Um, and my question is when you guys first started playing soccer, what was your original number and have you kept it throughout your years? Cool. So okay. what was our first soccer playing number? Thank you for all your questions, you guys. That was so much fun. I'm so glad that we could utilize the voicemails in this fun game. Are you guys writing yeah. or thinking? Yeah, I'm like thinking or... about I'm it. I'm done, kind of. Yeah, just like don't forget this is an audio medium, so we need to keep the, the voices <laughs> okay. on. <laughs> okay. Okay, for Abby, 13. That's what I guessed. Uh, oh, no. What it was, was two. It? Dang. I did not know that. I did not know that either. What did you guess for me, you guys? Okay. 15. No. I was going to guess it? five. It was nine. Dang. Yeah, I know. Lynn, I guess nine for you. Okay, mm. Lynn, I guess 21. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was 14. Wow. Okay, I would have never gotten that. Well, guess what? Scrabbers lost. But I actually yeah. feel like me and Scrabbers kind of tied because I should probably only get half a point for the Gemini Taurus Thing. yeah you guys can work that out i'm clearly the winner thank you again for all your questions and remember <laughs> if you have a question you can call us at 917-565-9531 and save it in your phone all right scrappers believe it or not this is all we have for you we took up much 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 of your time and unfortunately you are somewhat roped into some sort of follow-up instagram post so we will we will let everybody know about that when it happens, but keep your eyes peeled. Well, thank you so much for coming on. The last thing we need from you is one of these. Wait, I'm nervous. That was good. That was a good guttural. One. Very nice. That was guttural. It like came from back here, like in this area. It was really it came, good. Like back in here. Yeah. Back Deep in the gullet. Okay, I, I think that that just about does it for the snacks delivered by Grubhub. For the snacks, not just snacks. <laughs> for the snacks. Um, anyway, thanks again for Scrabber Dabber Deuce for coming on the show. <laughs> and to you all for listening, look at Instagram for some aftermath. Oh my gosh. Oh. I need to come up with something for you guys to, to post. Next week on the podcast, we have Naomi Gurma. 
Don't forget to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen to it, like this one from OT Woo Woo that says, this has everything. I'm a huge soccer fan, so I love their recaps and insights. What I love even more is their friendship and all the great stories they share. The best guests, the best questions. You feel like you're in the room with them, listening to these great conversations with soccer legends. And such a healthy dose of silly. I am always giggling along. More of all of this, please. Thank you so much, OT Woo Woo. I agree. We have a very healthy dose of silly. Sam, you are being so silly right now, and I like it. I'm just a silly girl. Okay, one last thing, though. Okay, the one last thing is next week on the podcast, we're also going to have the names of um, oh my God. the teams. The teams the and their team foods. team mascots named after city foods. And the NWSL teams will have to change their logos. So for snacks day. Exactly. We have not run that by them, but it will happen. Yeah, so you guys know all of this is unofficial, right? So Washington, get your clams out. <laughs> okay, everybody, we're going to let you go. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you get your silly podcasts. Snacks is produced by Jay Wolf, Lauren Day, Patrick Silly Godino, and John Murray. For more great women's sports content, go to JustWomenSports.com and be sure to follow Just Women Sports on all your favorite channels. I'm Silly Sam. And I'm Silly Lynn, and you've been listening to Snacks delivered by Grubhub. <laughs> that was a slurp and a jump, if you guys couldn't tell. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>